Coffee Sketch Podcast is our take on the intersection of old tech and new tech, the space between the traditional practice of the hand-drawn sketch that has been performed by architects and designers for centuries, and the modern-day use of the hashtag as a representation of a sentiment or a movement. Each week, we plan to deliver a new pod about our ideas, sketches, and what's going on in our daily lives as we pursue our love of architecture, design, and sharing this knowledge with the next generation. I'm Kurt, and I'm in Flint. And I'm Jamie, and I'm in Austin. Hey, Jamie, how's it going? Hey, Kurt. Uh, I am not in Austin today. Uh, oh, yeah? So I'm trying this I'm trying this remotely, so we're trying to set up like extra remote. So I'm in Phoenix. Cool. And uh, do you want to tell people why you're in Phoenix, at least briefly? Um, yeah. So my daughter uh, has advanced to the International Science Fair, um, Intel's IS, ISEF, um, ISEF um, competition. And so she is competing this week. Um, and meeting lots of other students from all over the world. Um, there's 80 countries and territories um, represented, uh, so it's super exciting. Wow, that is pretty cool. And, you know, the exposure to students from around the world and and even elevating to uh, from, from the local, excuse me, to regional and now to the international is pretty very impressive um uh, and not, not yeah, to she's a, dig into the project too much but you know from what i know about it um it's it's very very cool so you should be proud dad i'm very very proud of her so she's she's doing well and having fun so that's important yeah having fun doing it is is most important so and i so speaking of fun things this week we have a variety of sketches that are um, primarily, I'm going to, the blanket term, um, they're kind of figure drawings uh, in the sense that they're human, humanistic uh, figures of the human form. Uh, again, we have a little bit of Rodin in here and, and we're I'm balancing that with a very interesting concept that you have in here, which is, um, You've taken your sketch and turned it into something that you can wear. So I'll let you dig into where you want to start with this conversation. If you want to start with the the wearable or do you want to start with the Rodan and move to the wearable? Because I, uh, I think you, you mentioned in our preparation that there is a theme or a thread to these. So uh, we can go either way, I guess, either sure. direction. Sure, absolutely. Um, so I know that you you said you were feeling a little under the weather. So did, did you put the honey in your coffee that I was suggesting? Yeah, I got to okay. push the fluids, get the honey going. I'm uh, on my way to recovery. Thanks. <laughs> okay, no worries. Um, but yeah, so the, a lot of these sketches this time, um, it, it, at this point, I was doing a lot of figural, figural studies. Um, and one of the things that um, I was particularly interested in, and, and I've, I've actually seen this um, cast, but um, Rodin did a piece, um, and a lot of Rodin's work and a lot of sculptors, a lot of artists will do this, is will 
do a sketch or um, study one form and and then revisit that form and then potentially find other uses for it. Um, so um, this theme for us, I think, in this episode and sort of the things that I've been talking about, sketching one thing and then sort of revisiting ideas um, and then trying to find a new uh, a new format or a new way to kind of express them. Uh, in this particular Rodan piece that's sketched, um, is it's the first time I've ever tried to sketch this one. It's the Gates of Hell. Um, so if you're not familiar with Rodan's work, um, mm. you know a lot of the pieces that people think of are like the Thinker or the Kiss or the Caratids or uh, Athena. Um, you know different figures from from mythology. Um, a lot of those figures actually appear in this Gates of Hell. Um, uh, or this portion of the gates of hell that I'm that I'm illustrating here, um, you can see the thinker in the center, uh, flanked by several other fi- several other figures, and it was it was just sort of an idea of um, trying to experiment with composition with multiple figures, uh, not something that I've been doing in the sketchbook before, um, and part of it was this composition idea was leads me right back to what you were most interested in is this wearable um, this tie. Um, so did, did, what, what stood out on the tie to you? Well, well, I, I thought the, in your, in your Instagram post where you explain a little bit about, uh, <clears throat> the reason for creating this collage piece or this mixed media piece. Um, but then, uh, so that's an interesting thing that I think you should expand on. And then, but, uh, as far as the piece of art itself is that it um it, it uh, draws outside the lines i guess is my in that it doesn't it doesn't exactly fit the shape of a tie it, although it's attached to a a real tie and i saw there's a picture of you wearing it um, but you actually kind of bulge out around the middle that sort of breaks the edge of the tie and so there's a really cool um contrast between you know the the uh, what a tie what we know as a, a a tie and necktie um and and a piece of art now like it sort of transcends beyond just a a, a tie but it's 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 now it's kind of its own well, thing it, it, so it's, i thought that you know, was I'm really glad cool. you I'm, I'm glad this one really interested you because um it's it's an homage um uh, a very um you know, subtle one, but, um, important one for me is my first design instructor in college, um, it has been teaching at Texas A&M university for 50 years, like five Oh, um, and is, and is still teaching. Um, and wow. he is, yeah. uh, a, an amazing academic, amazing architect, uh, amazing mentor, friend, artist himself, um, but I think the, the thing that, um, and, and he's quite a character as well, um, and has a wonderful sense of humor. Um, but he, he's certainly, uh, known for his ties. Um, so he's, um, you know, he, he rarely wears a, the same one twice. Um, and a lot of people and a lot of his students, um, and people in, he encounters, um, you know, recognize him for his ties, but also give him ties for gifts. Um, so, um, at the time that this, mm. this was being created, um, the college had decided that they were going to, um, throw Rodney, uh, his name's Rodney Hill. Uh, he's a fellow of the American Institute of Architects. Um, 
Uh, he's distinguished faculty member at Texas A&M University's College of Architecture, works collaboratively, um, does a lot of um, speaking at futurist conferences, um, and futurism is, is something that he's, he's particularly interested in. Um, but he, uh, they were celebrating him with a, um, a wonderful party uh, earlier uh, this year, and um, one of the things that I was trying to do at this particular time was uh, finish a tie. Um, so um, people who were former students of his were all tasked, uh, who were interested um, with creating ties, and they sent us um, blank white ties. So we all had the same tie to start with. Um, and the thing that I was particularly interested in was exactly what you were. Um, I, I love your your way of saying it, sort of drawing outside the lines, because I think that was that was something that um, Rodney really inspired me to do. Um, and so to have that as, as your first reaction is, is fantastic. Um, so I, I tried to, I, I tried to capture, um, figural <laughs> studies, um, a little bit of an architecture armature to this. Um, but it also gave me a time to, or an opportunity to reminisce a little bit about, um, my own creativity, both at that time and then, and then sort of where it's gone, you know, since then. So the so the the trajectory or this timeline is in the sketch a, a little bit, tie? yeah. And so you know, one of the things that um, you know, when I was in architecture school and 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 still to this day, I mean, people you know built a lot of models, um, and and I think you know modeling forms both with physical models and then digital ones, um, I, I think continues in architecture practice today, and it's a way to sort of study form. Um, but I took a lot of figure drawing classes. Um, and, and we spoke about that in a previous episode, kind of the impact of drawing on me and, and, and how that changed in college. Um, and, and I, and I, like, as you're seeing, um, it's something that I continue to do. So the, the armature mm -hmm. of, um, this figural form that sort of jumps off the page, um, and basically becomes the basis of the, the mixed media piece, um, is also, um, both supported underneath with some basswood um, that slipped inside the tie um, and then also becomes sort of a skeletal framework that um, starts to be seen um, and starts to create some frames and some little vignettes and some little windows. So it becomes a little bit of a, mm -hmm. um, uh, an opportunity to obscure that it is a reclining figure. Um, and so you're sort of seeing the hip, um, that sort of projects on one side pretty dramatically. Um, and so it's, uh -huh. it's sort of a mix of human form and building all in one. Um, and then there's a very small little window um, at sort of near the base of the tie that has a print of a negative from a photography project that I had also done in college that really sort of set some of this trajectory for me. Wow. Okay. I see it. Um, and, and actually I didn't really, I didn't even pick up uh, originally on the, um, the reclining, uh, form, but I do see it now. And, and I, I just, I, I don't know. It, it now has really interesting, it, it gets even more interesting with the sort of scale of the, the vignettes and the small windows and then the larger form sort of superimposed 
on the tie and then your structural uh, framing aspect. So this, so let's, and I, and when we were kind of preparing for this, I, you hinted at the, um, the, the figure in the bottom of the tie. So I think that's what we're going to post online for our listeners uh, to, to uh, take a look at when we post, well, yeah, we'll post well, all these, and, right? Um, well, I was the, just going to say, and, and when you said the, the scale thing, it, it reminded me is that, you know, one thing that um, I was particularly interested in at the time, and I, I still remain interested in it, but one of the influences that I had, we, and we've talked about our deconstructivist um, um, studies and, and theories that were sort of prevalent while we were in school, um, but some of the work of uh, Cole Pimmelblau, uh, Archigram, um, the Italian Super Studio, um, where you really played with 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 figures mm-hmm. and scale and, and collage, um, was something that I was introduced to, and then I really um, have continued to try and experiment with in, in my own work. Is is Rodney? You said he's as a futurist. So is he in the? Archigram kind of futurist or um, a different kind? A different kind, um, I would say, is, um, you know, he's, okay. he's, he's not trying to, um, in his artwork, he's, he's an amazing wood sculptor um, and has done some uh, pieces that are um, international in scope um, and then uh, just, you know, beautiful woodworking. Um, but his futurism is really on sort of how, um, how the world is changing, you know, quite literally, and and how practice and creativity and design really have the opportunity, um, and not pure architecture per se. Um, right now, what he's he's been doing is looking at both how our design discipline and our design education, design process have have sort of evolved over time, and that you even if you're trained as an architect, you might. You know, pursue a different career, um, and sort of in highlighting that, I, I think the, the the shortest anecdote is he has helped create a center for creativity on campus, and that center, that research center, is a collaboration between the College of Architecture, College of Engineering, and the College of Business, and so students from all three disciplines um, actually work on um, generating new products, new companies. Um, filing patents, pursuing intellectual property rights, all while they're still students at Texas A&M. Um, and that's, and some even get venture capitalist money and, and actually turn these into businesses. And he's been doing that for a few years now, but he was one of the founders of that. That's, that's really cool. I, I really appreciate when there's a collaboration and a um, thinking again, thinking outside the lines or outside the box of the ability to pair various disciplines like architecture with other um, uh, programs on campus. And, and then the resulting solution is even higher than the original thought could even be if you had the, you know, it's the synergy, I think, right. The concept of synergy. So that's very cool. Um, Do you want to, do you want to dig into the um, the, the sure. small window of this figure, which we also have a larger sketch, which I think was in the same week or time period of these sketches. So either it was a recreation or to, to align with your tie or you uh, dug it up from the history. <laughs> 
I think you might have <clears throat> redrawn this thing, but tell us how this relates back yeah, to your so school project. The, uh, the other two sketches are um, are in, inspired inspired by the, the little vignette. So when I sort of made the decision to uh, really pursue the collage aspect of the tie composition, um, one of the things that was going on, and, and it's and it's really you know the 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 big thing here is. Um, it was a photography project, my first time doing uh, black and white photography, um, wet lab, um, using enlargers, the whole bit. Um, and my uh, instructor, you know, we had obvious, you know, several assignments all throughout the semester. Um, I actually took it in the summer. Um, and the final project was, um, you know, us using all the skills that we had learned in a um, uh, interpretation of a, um, a theme or a method to our artwork. Um, and so we had to produce a thematic, um, photography project. And the thing that I was very, very interested in at the time and something that I was sort of, um, toying with, um, was this idea of, um, individuals sort of juxtaposed against a, uh, a background or a setting that was um, a little bit uneasy or unfamiliar or, um, you know, sort of this idea, almost really this idea of collage, but sort of in a, in a literal physical sense. So I convinced a friend of mine to, to wear, um, he had this amazing gas mask um, that he had just sort of collected and I convinced him to wear it um, and, let me photograph him, um, in different settings, um, that you would not see a person, you know, wearing a gas mask, obviously. Um, and the idea was, you know, both it sort of obscured his form in, in an interesting way, but then, and it's a little bit, and it's a subtle because he would be dressed in normal clothes or the environment would, would appear normal. So you're sort of studying the photograph, um, and, you know, in, in the one that's in the vignette, it's it's uh, an individual sort of an oversized coat sort of leaning against a car pumping gas. And so it's a nice black and white contrasted image, you know, good blacks, good whites, good grays. You know, it's a sharp image, uh, nice composition. Um, but then you sort of realize that underneath his hood, he's actually wearing a gas mask. Uh, and so, you know, so that, that idea of pumping gas while you're wearing a gas mask, you know, there's a little bit of humor involved, um, not taking yourself too seriously. Um, but at the same time, there's sort of a seriousness about the image and that form. Um, and so I, I, I liked that and we, we, we played with that in different settings. Um, and the sketches themselves are, um, sketches of photographs from that period. Um, so one is a sketch of the, of the pumping gas and the other one is, uh, is actually the final sketch that I convinced him, um, or the final setting I did, um, uh, that I convinced him to do, um, which was putting on a, a, a very nice black suit with a white shirt, black tie, um, holding a bottle of wine and, a, and a bouquet of flowers, but at the same time wearing a gas mask, um, <laughs> <laughs> so uh, there's this kind of look who's coming to dinner kind of, um, you know, uh, statement about it. But that so we we ended up in the photography project. We had these up in the gallery and, and each student had sort of a theme for their work. And 
and that's 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 where this evolved for me. But the thing that you learned wow. uh, in in hearing about this was that the gas mm-hmm. mask itself um, really also became um, the other thing that was kind of going on at the same time was I was toying with the idea of um, what a collaborative studio might be um, after after college um, for myself and the name that sort of emerged at that time was fallout studio. And so as, as yeah. fallout studio be, <laughs> started to become something that I started to think about. And while I was doing this project, the gas mask really started to, to capture a lot of the things that I was thinking. Um, and it became a little bit emblematic of that. Um, and uh, eventually became a, almost a, a brand in and of itself. Mm-hmm. I think and that's, I love these anecdotes that now are, you know, quickly weaving themselves into the a narrative. You know, we're, we've been doing this a very short time and I didn't expect or anticipate all of the anecdotes to, to gel so quickly. So it's really exciting to see it as this unfolds, this project of ours of the podcast. But um, the, the icon... I guess the the icon, the image of a gas mask is an interesting one and um, definitely it creates that contrast or it's a striking feature, especially if you're juxtaposing it against seemingly normal day-to-day <clears throat> things. And it reminds me of um, there's here in Michigan at Lawrence Technological Insti- uh, University, uh, where I did my master's, there's a faculty member in the art and design department that uh, has done some mural painting and some um, photography as well, where he's wearing a gas mask or a respirator or something like that. Um, and in some cases, it's like painted uh, gold, shiny gold, and he's wearing a very flashy suit or something like that. And, and it's, he also even did like, (laughs) I should send this link to you. Like he did like a, a take on American Gothic, that portrait, but with the gas mask on and his, uh, with his female, um, character in that painting, I think also wearing a gas mask. So (laughs) it's kind of funny. It's exactly right. And it's funny. You mentioned the American Gothic. I I wish I had thought of that when I was doing this photography project. Um, cause (laughs) the one that we had tried to do and, um, and my subject, uh, wouldn't do it. Uh, he got a little bit nervous about it was, uh, in, in Austin, Texas. Um, they have a, uh, 24 hour donut counter, um, uh, location that's, that's no longer there. Um, but it really reminded you of that, uh, Nighthawks, um, painting, um, you know, the, the one with the, you know, individual that's, that's been, you know, riffed on, you know, many times where they put famous people or famous, you know, deceased actors or actresses, you know, at, at the lunch counter, you know, with the one, you know, with the one attendant and you're sort of mm. looking at it through the glass, um, at, you know, at them having coffee, oh, uh, uh-huh. and a donut. Um, and so I, 
So I wanted him right, to sort right. of sit at this counter with a gas mask and coffee, and I would take pictures from the parking <laughs> lot. Um, of course, we were going to tell the the people there and explain what we were doing, but he was like, "That's just way too many things," and he just he he he, he balked at that. So you know, the things you do for art. So. <laughs> and the and the the things that a volunteer does exactly for a exactly art exactly as well right <laughs> hopefully you got him a, a, a beer I, yeah, or two was, or something like that he, he was he was a good, good sport, sport. He, he was taken care of for <laughs> sure and and now he's 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 uh forever you know the icon of the gas mask yeah so so the fallout studio for i mean it's the same thing that's going on right now when we're talking about this, but I'm also, I just started watching the Chernobyl show mm-hmm. on HBO. Yeah. I don't know if you've heard about that. And, uh, I just watched, uh, the second ep- episode last night. And it, <laughs> so this is, this fallout, this nuclear, uh, activity, this interesting, um, all kinds of things are kind of like paralleling right now. But for you, though, when your concept of Fallout Studio, is that meant to imply like a, a massive <laughs> explosion that comes from nuclear activity or um, the fallout as uh, been a positive I, versus I, a I negative? Viewed it, yeah, I, I viewed it more as a, as a positive versus a negative was the... Uh, um, Fallout Studio to me was always this, uh, it was sort of born of this idea of collaboration. Um, and that, um, at, and at the time, um, was, was one where you had lots of friends and colleagues that you, you know, were collaborating with in college. Um, you imagined everybody would graduate and get, um, you know, get jobs and, you know, move to different places or go to graduate school. And, one of the things that I always sort of liked the idea of was having these, these tendrils of collaboration, um, you know, as we were falling out of school, um, for, you know, to use it literally, um, the, the studio would sort of Mm -hmm. be that network, um, that would kind of keep everybody back together, um, for projects, uh, and then maybe it would evolve into something later on. And it was, uh, I, am always a hopeful optimistic that way. You know, that's, that's sort of my personality, um, but it's, uh, you know, it, mm-hmm. I, I liked the idea of, of having something that was iconic, um, that, that had, um, that had some kind of name recognition, even though there was nothing to, to be recognized for at the time. Um, and it was, and, and it was, and it was just something that it, I think <laughs> it just, it made a lot of sense for, um, for me because it, 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 it tied my art and my architecture together. And those were the types of people that I was trying to work with and, and imagined that I would meet more people like that in my career that I would have the opportunity to work that way. And so it was, um, you know, putting something out there and putting something out in the world as, uh, as a, as a formed thought that, that could continue to evolve, um, as opposed to just scribbling it in my sketchbook and, and never talking about it. Um, and so, or waiting for mm-hmm. it to happen. Um, and of course it's, uh, fallout studio hasn't, uh, hasn't taken on that life, um, uh, completely. Um, but it's, it's certainly something that a, 
in its current in- incarnation would probably be more of a uh, nom de plume, uh, also known as um, kind of you know situation. Mm-hmm. And I think that's okay. Um, for, you know, for me, it's it's my it's my alias of sorts. Sure, and and for those that are listening or don't know us as well, it's your Twitter That's and right. Instagram, yeah. right? Both, yeah. And so, a lot of our coffee sketches or Jamie's co- coffee sketches are uh, posted there under Fallout Studio, and also we have the the coffee sketch. Uh, Twitter handle um, that we are all well I should I say we in the royal sense but that really means that Jamie is uh, co-posting these things to both but I I wanted to throw in this other more serious point is that um, I think part of why you know an architect in Austin Texas meets an architect from Flint Michigan and become, you know, friends and decide to start a podcast together. Um, from our joint work together uh, through the AIA at the national level, through the Young Architects Forum, uh, we we both uh, had a great time serving on this committee, but then meeting other like-minded emerging professionals around the country. And I would say, at least off the top of my head, you your concept of fallout studio and something that I have called project fora. And then say our friend Ilya from New York, who is practicing under the firm name plus lab. Um, at least the three of us that were serving on this committee together, I think have the same kind of mindset of like, as you mentioned, what fallout studio intends to be as a collaborative um i think we're we're all in the same vein and the same thought of that and i'm I'm actually inspired now to think that as we continue our involvement with aia at the national level and our regional levels that that there is more to it than just um the the idea, and like you said, you know, it's not just this, the concept in the sketchbook and it stays under the cover, but, you know, you're putting it out there. And if it's not yet um, uh, in its ideal form yet, I think there are trends that are moving that way. And especially, you know, w- with um, some of the things that Ilya has done, and I know you're, oh, yeah. I'm pretty sure you're aware of some of the recent projects and things like, and, you know, it has a, a big collaborative mindset involved and, and that the practice itself will evolve. Even our friend Catherine, I'm sh- this is the shout yeah. out episode, <laughs> our friend Catherine in Chicago, you know, the firm, quote unquote, uh, or the entity, the business entity doesn't always stay the same structure you know, year one to year 10 or beyond, if it needs well, to I mean, change, I mean, it should change. I mean, in, and in that's, a, that's a good, more you know, Catherine's latent design is, is an, is a, as an excellent example. Uh, you know, it's, it's, um, and, and for exactly why you're pointing that out is that, you know, it's something that, you know, she's talked about, um, and given some, some, you know, you know, 
public speeches about, you know, of, of both how our practice came into being kind of inception of, of, but then also how it's evolved and, and sort of the whys behind how some of that happened. Um, so there's, you know, there's certainly trajectories, um, you know, in, in, in how you imagine something to, to happen, but then some of those collaborators and some of those opportunities that sort of present themselves, um, you know, speaking them into being is, is, is sort of a powerful thing. Uh, cause sometimes they do present themselves and, and you do have the opportunities to do it. I mean, this podcast is, is something that, um, is, you know, right in the vein of both your project and mine. And, and I think it's something, and I think that that's, mm-hmm. um, you know, we haven't fully formed, um, those trajectories, um, but we have certainly people like Catherine or Ilya to look at as as friends and mentors uh, in their own right. Mm-hmm. And that you know, we're <laughs> exactly. still young. There's lots of time. We got time. <laughs> There's so much time, and and in, in order, and I think, like you said, I think the the best thing is that speak it into being. Right? You know, don't be afraid to sort of put the stake down and establish like this this the genesis or the starting point and that it doesn't have to be f- fully fully fleshed out but it's it grows in time so that little tangent aside uh that's not directly related to sketches but um these the these sketches that got us into this conversation i think brings in the larger concept of you know um time you know from from the education of and our training and you know using what we're you know learning tools because we've talked about in the past you know to, you know straight figure drawing classes and, and today we've talked about uh photography and and how that sort of coalesces with the sketch and enhances and i mean even now right the, the whole theme of coffee sketch podcast is that we are playing off of the hashtag and so you we have again photography coming back in a and the more uh, modernist or how do you say modernity in mind as far as the technology has changed from the film lab that you were in (laughs) working on the gas mask project but to now so you're photographing the sketches and the sketches of photographs and things like that so um it's it's just a it's been a, a lot of fun i guess i think about the, the like i said the short time that we've started recording these things and how uh things have, have moved along this path we're, that we're on so you know when we go from four followers to five <laughs> i'm sure that they will equally agree that we're up to speed <laughs> I, I, I always i always i always love your perspective so, hey you know so. I, I I know, right? You know, it's it's what did how'd you how'd you put it? Uh, eternal optimist. eternal optimist. Absolutely. <laughs> but so I, I I think you know we we are approaching a half hour or so. Do you want to? Uh, was there anything that I didn't cover that you wanted to cover? Because I talked over it with my optimistic outpoint of life or uh what did i say no i think i think the outlook is is a great uh a great way to close this seg this this episode um i i really appreciate it and um 
I, I like the opportunity. Um, again, it's, it's something that's, it, you know, the origin story, um, is, is not always one that, um, gets talked about. Um, and I think that, you know, there's, um, it's not just all just some random idea out of my head, um, from, for where some of these sketches come. There's a lot of influences and a lot of influencers, uh, a lot of people I, I owe a debt of gratitude to. Um, and this episode certainly uh, touched on quite a few of them. So I appreciate it. Yeah. Great. And, and I do too. And I think, Hey, you, I mean, we're, we're, we're in 2019 and we may be approaching some future collaborations. Oh, we've, that we we've got don't some. even know about I, yet. I can see them. <laughs> So, all right. Thanks for the thanks for the good talk. I'm going to continue my yes, honey and, and coffee will, regimen. Keep my I will finish voice. my Cafe Verona <laughs> from Starbucks. Um, you know that's the the Starbucks go to. But um, when when that when that figures into the plan, oh so, yeah. Especially on the road. Especially on exactly. the road, right? All right. Well, enjoy Phoenix. And good luck to, Thank to you your daughter much. on the science fair. All right. Thanks, Greg. We'll talk to you soon. We both hope that you enjoyed this episode of Coffee Sketch Podcast. Our theme music is provided by my brother who goes by at Cold Fashioned on Instagram and Twitter. Our podcast is hosted at coffeesketch.buzzsprout.com. Find more show notes and information from this episode. And finally, if you like what you heard, please rate us on iTunes and share us with your friends. Thank you.